Welcome to our next broadcast and this is us coming out of that um, lot of 12 days of Christmas now, heading into, uh, really into this new year with more empowerment, I feel, particularly from um, the message that was placed out on the 5th, on that 12th day of Christmas, which is when I'm recording this. So I feel really assured with the message that I've put out for the 5th, for that 12th day of Christmas. And if you haven't heard it yet, please go and listen. I am actually taking my own advice. I give thanks to God for the message. And I know that it is so vitally important. It's a very simple, straightforward message. You know, there's none of this going into lots of liturgy, into lots of scriptures. It's one very clear message. And even although it's clear, it's like, it's maybe too clear for some of us. Like we just are typical humans. We want to, you know, sometimes to complicate things that really don't need to be complicated. So I really, really uh, ask that you listen to that message very carefully from the 12th day of Christmas. It's um, happy 12th day of Christmas is the message. And anyway, we're going to move on further forward today. We're going to talk about what happens when you do not take that message, when you know you go around and you get overly complicated. Some people that don't believe are just shaken and buffeted and moved around by every type of doctrine. And this is what the message is today and why it's so important to get that 12th day of Christmas message right down. And it comes from this message here, which I have just literally received in the spirit from chapter 4. Um, Ephesians chapter 4, verse 14. That we henceforth be no more children tossed to and fro and carried about with every wind of doctrine by the slight of men and cunning craftiness whereby they lie and wait to deceive. Mm. Mm-hmm. Oh yes, I know. And um, the ultimate point is it is finished, it is done and to walk in love, to be able to understand what I talked about with um, one of my associates um, in Glasgow recently, we were having quite a long conversation, I think it was over an hour and then we had a separate conversation afterwards as well um, and email communications too. But it was just like, people can have the Eucharist, right? And we talk about communion there. But the actual real communion, it talks about very clearly in the Bible and in scripture. But in your heart and your soul, you know this, that the real communion is the word. So there's nothing more important than the spirit, right? The spirit is what gives life. It's the words that Jesus speaks. And 
having those in front of us to view as well as to really have it first and foremost from the heart and soul within our own minds, our own spiritual awareness, right? Nothing more important than that. Nothing. And then, you know, we become that walking Eucharist. Now, the Eucharist is one thing, you know, when you have the Eucharist, you have that communion. But we talked about the importance of between that time of a physical Eucharist, there has to be the most important communion ever taking place. And that's in the spirit. Because if you're not doing that in the middle of the time, what good is having the physical Eucharist going to do for you? What good is anything going to be without first having the real communion in the spirit? Nothing, nothing. The flesh profiteth nothing, it says. In other words, anything that you do in the flesh, it's of no profit at all unless it's done in the bounds of the Holy Spirit. So that goes for having the Eucharist, but that goes for every other action in our entire lives. That if it is not founded upon God, that it's worthless. It's like, unless God builds you know, the building with us, unless God's building anything with us, unless the foundation is what we talked about on the 12th day of Christmas, that love God um, in the righteousness, in the truth, unless it's built there with all of these factors, it means nothing. Absolutely nothing. And you can be blown about with any wind of doctrine, like someone just saying, it's the Eucharist in physical form. That's really important and boiling it down to just a physical practice. No, absolutely not. The flesh, so anything physical that you can touch, profiteth nothing. It is the spirit that is the life. people that don't have God and that keep going on about the Eucharist all the time or other physical sacraments or physical things without having that proper foundation of having God in their lives. Like if you are to be on another um, part of the planet or another part of the world where there is no access to a mass in that way and no Eucharist in that format, you need to be able to understand that you should be able to walk with Christ in the spirit, anywhere you are in the world. If you do not have that, you don't have the basis for anything else at all worthy of Christ, of what Christ wants for you in your life. You're just being drawn about by doctrines of men. So let's look around about this. He that descended is the same also that ascended up far above all heavens, that he might fill all things. And he gave some apostles and some prophets and some evangelists and some pastors and teachers 
for the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ, till we all come in the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God, unto a perfect man, unto the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ, that we henceforth be no more children tossed to and fro and carried about with every wind of doctrine by the slight of men and cunning craftiness whereby they lie and wait to deceive. But speaking the truth in love may grow up into him in all things, which is the head, even Christ. From whom the whole body, fitly joined together and compacted by that which every joint supplieth, according to the effectual working in the measure of every part, maketh increase of the body unto the edifying of itself in love. This I say therefore and testify in the Lord, that ye henceforth walk not as other Gentiles walk in the vanity of their mind, having the understanding darkened, being alienated from the life of God through the ignorance that is in them because of the blindness of their heart. Who being past feeling have given themselves over unto lasciviousness to work all uncleanness with greediness, but ye have not so learned Christ. If so be that ye have heard him and have been taught by him, as the truth is in Jesus, that ye put off concerning the former conversation the old man, which is corrupt according to the deceitful lusts, and be renewed in the spirit of your mind, and that ye put on the new man, which after God is created in righteousness and true holiness. <laughs>